Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. Animals, children, LGBT, and artists. Okay. The vulnerables. Yeah. yeah. Hi, everyone. Hi, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> How uh, does it feel to be a married bitch? Well, oh, my God. <laughs> As Denise Richards would say, I am a very married woman. Uh, we do have a uh, staff update. Alex has received a promotion from uh, fiance to the show. He is now officially husband to the show. Oh my God. Congrats. Does he get a cut now? <laughs> I mean, like inadvertently, I guess he does. <laughs> he, the cut comes from your side, not my side, right? Yeah, sadly. Okay, yeah. good. Um, congrats. Wow. Well, we do go into it in the pre-show. So if there was ever a reason for you to sign up for the Patreon pre-show, Wow. Yeah, that and I talk about my mom coming to Brooklyn. <laughs> what more What more could you want? I know. Well, we talk about Love, Victor, Below uh, Deck Sailing Yacht, and Family Karma. Family Karma. Well. Yeah. Um, can I just say, happy Heather Dubrow cameras up in OC Day. Wow. To, to all who celebrate. To all who celebrate. That's on my calendar. It's one of my favorite holidays. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> okay, but we also have some sad news to attend to. Um, where were you when you learned T'Challa had passed? Oh my God, I think I was in my home. <laughs> well, a safe place to be. Um, really sad as like we are so happy that Potomac is like right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously T'Challa won't be on this season of Potomac because Monique has been let go. But she said he died in a freak accident because like these kind of parrots, I'm not, I'm not a bird expert, Mm. but these kind of parrots, like they live for decades. Yeah. They live like some parrots can live to be like 80. 
I feel like the like it's very common for like them to outlive an elderly owner. Yes, and then like the parrot goes to live with a new person and there's always like stories about that. I feel like people talk about that on podcasts. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel um, like my favorite murder is always talking about that for some reason. <laughs> well, and it's finally after five years hit come through queen. Yeah. Um, I, it's sad. I mean, like I remember last year when Tichala went missing for like a couple days oh, a day yeah, yeah. and I, that actually like really brought me some sadness. Yeah. That was a very stressful time. Like we yeah. thought all hope was lost at that time. I know. I know. But I mean, like in all seriousness, really sad about this. Yeah. Shout out to Monique. I mean, I feel bad for her kids, especially because mm-hmm. I feel like when you're a child and a pet dies, that's like usually the first like death you have to process. Oh, can I tell you a story? Um, oh my god. Okay. Ooh. Um we had uh cats growing up and one of the cats gave birth like prematurely to very like premature kittens. Mm-hmm. And we ended up losing them. The kittens. The kittens, but it happened when I was at school. Okay. One day, I get home from school i was very young i was probably like third grade yeah i get home from school there is this other kitten that's a larger kitten (laughs) in in like the room and like our cat lily was like hissing at the kitten (laughs) so it's not a funny story dan (laughs) um like hissing at the kitten so what my mom tried to do was like get another kitten to like give the mother like the comfort of having a kitten but it like didn't work out. It was just that, and then, and then like no one had told me at that point that the, the kittens actually died. Wow! So I had to like learn in a parking lot, like sitting on the s- curb crying. <laughs> I learned that these kittens that were a part of my life died. Wow! I I feel like you m- might have even told the story once before in this podcast. Maybe, but then there's this like country song that goes like there's holes in the floor of heaven and like your loved ones are looking down and i always thought about the kittens looking down on me from the holes i mean i explicitly remember my parents telling me that a dog we had had to go back home to some farm where it's like mother where like the dog's mother lived because like oh it's always the farm because like that the dog's mother wasn't doing well, so we needed to go help it. Oh, my God. This is why the concept of the Rainbow Bridge was invented. Because it's easier to talk about the Rainbow Bridge than to concoct a story about going back to the farm to see the mother. I mean, I uh, <laughs> I, I had an idea that something was, was amiss. But, like, I had a younger brother who's three years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the story might have been more for him than for me, but... Uh, it's interesting with your brother being younger than you. I always view you as younger, and I think that's because you're gay. <laughs> I mean, gay people famously are younger, I guess. <laughs> are, are the younger sibling. That is a famous no, really? fact. I yeah. don't think so. No, I'm just, kid- I'm just kidding, but we just invented it. Oh, okay. it's, <laughs> the gay siblings famously are the younger ones. Yeah, from now on. Like, when in yeah. doubt, just assume yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, um, love to the Samuels family. Let's kick it over to Erica Jane, where like the news does not stop with Erica Jane, even though we take a week off. Mm-hmm. 
Don't you feel like there's constantly something else going on with her? I know. So we got hit. Six Side World. We got hit with the double whammy that um, apparently the victims of Tom Girardi's schemes can now go after Erica for, uh, you know, their damages from stuff that she owns. So they can just like, they're, they can now like file lawsuits. Yeah, 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 yeah. They weren't able to before. I think like that was the part of the whole divorce thing in terms of like, let's separate the property. Um, But like, I think I didn't like read too much into details on, on this, but it sounds like a positive step for the victims. Aren't the two women from the documentary named Kim and Kathy? Uh, I don't recall. I think the two women are named Kim and Kathy, the moms. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And now they're going to be coming after Erica because that was like, they were the moms of like the two younger guys. And one of them is still with us. Yeah. One of them has passed. Yes, right. Yes. 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 Yeah. Interesting. And b- we'll, we'll see. Besides that, Erica has, uh, well, Fenty and Rihanna essentially release a statement saying that she's no longer under contract as a model and like, will not be involved with Fenty going forward. Oh my God. I wonder how she'll start making money outside of housewives in order to like potentially pay all these people back. Yeah. I mean, we'll obviously be getting to the episode later, but like the previews are starting to show the world crumbling around her a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think like that is further along in present day. Mm -hmm. And the fact that like she has not done press for the show right makes me wonder are we going to the reunion are are we going to the reunion simply to try to even get a check just to show up i think that like in my mind right now what erica's doing is leaning in and i mean like this is i think she has to lean in because like she needs the money she needs the checks i'm surprised she's not playing the Teresa game Hmm. And, like, really leaning in. Remember when Teresa used to sell her life stories to In Touch magazine? Yeah. She was on the cover, like, every week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Teresa eventually got out of all that mess in part because she was, like, saying yes to everything. Yeah. I get that Erica, like, thinks she's above everything. Sure. But, like, where are you going to get a check? I mean, Teresa was also a little bit more of a sympathetic character with, like, four young daughters and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, like it's it'll be interesting once the show has played out, and now we're like squarely in present day. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, can't wait for that reunion, baby. Wow. <clears throat> but besides that, in the Bravo Cinematic Universe, we are excited to announce cameras are up in the summer house. Thank God. However, it's I feel like the word on the street is Craig and Austin are going to be a part of it this summer. Here's the thing. If they're going to be a part of the cinematic universe, that's fine. I haven't spent all too much time with them. So I don't really know what that means for us. I'm sure that people who watch Southern charm are like, this sucks, but yeah, I'll, I'll receive it when I see it. Yeah. I mean, we are going to be getting introduced to them via the winter house charmer, winter or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, and I feel like that will be a good place 
for us to make up our minds as how we feel on as to their further involvement. Yeah, and the beautiful thing about these reality shows is that we're not supposed to like every single person. Oh yeah, which I I, I need everyone in like the Bravo fan universe mm-hmm. to like like put bring that thought in. Yes. It seems like a brand new thing in yeah. like the past year that like we need to love everyone. Yeah. But it's like eh, I that's mean it's not the point. Reminder, we lost someone we all agreed to dislike, which was Hannah. Right. So we need people to dislike. Exactly. Otherwise we're just like hanging out with everyone getting along. Yeah, and that's just like that's what we do with our real friends, not our friends in the television, you know? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But, I mean, either way, we we saw footage of, like, Sierra, Paige. It just feels good to, like, have our friends back together. I know, and it's like they're having, like, real parties again, which is wild. Yeah. Though I kind of, like, I think I'm going to be nostalgic for COVID Summer House. Of all of the shows. Yeah. I will be nostalgic for COVID Summer House. Like, could you imagine there even being a franchise that we are nostalgic for that? Because, like, it is hurting so many of the other franchises. I know. Wow. Okay, but we do want to dip into two shows that are always on our radar that just premiered over the course of the past two weeks. The first having just premiered this week, which is season 23 of Big Brother. Okay, so... Big Brother is a show that I start every summer. I fall off sometimes quickly, sometimes not. Yeah. And then I'll always watch the finale. Yeah. This season, it feels like I'm, depending on how things go in the next couple of weeks, yeah. it feels like I might be in it for a longer haul than usual. And that's because of the casting. Yeah. I mean, we touched on this during our last episode two weeks ago in in terms of the announcement that CBS was making a greater effort in uh, having a more diverse cast. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we met the crew and they definitely lived up to what they said. Uh, The first episode's an hour and a half long. I only like half pay attention to those corny intro scenes because they're so, they're so bad. (laughs) They're so bad, but I was, like, extra paying attention this year for some reason. Yeah. But once we're in the house, we're, like, kicking kicking it off. We're doing, like, a new spin this year in terms of teams. The, mm-hmm. uh, we've done teams in the past, like, the distant past. But those teams were selected by production. And this time around, like, four winners got to choose their four team members, which was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, there was, like, production involved because they had to pick between two people, two people each time, yeah. but yeah. And there's, like, limitations on, like, gender per team mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Um, but I, like, if you have not given Big Brother a shot ever before, this seems like a fun season to start with. Yeah, there's like there's also like three, maybe four queer people in the house, which is like we've never had more than two, and yeah. so it's just like there's a lot going on, and I I think that casting finally listened to like what the people want. Yeah, it's not just a bunch of like dumb himbos who are going to win every challenge and then choose the other like white himbo to bring along with them. Yeah, it's like yeah. there's some interesting stuff happening. Yeah, I mean. We both saw the tweet today because, like, there's 
there's like the fan accounts that follow the feeds closely, mm-hmm. which you are thinking about since they're available on Paramount+. Oh my God, I cannot wait to watch the feeds. But I'm like, every summer I re-follow the same fan accounts, yes. and then at the end of the summer I unfollow them. Yes, yes, yes. But the, well, the one fan account said like the, how the HOH wants to get rid of like a straight white male himbo first, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Because, like, the point is, his point was that every year, it's like, they try to eliminate the women, the people of color, the older people, like, immediately. Yes. And then you're, you're like, left with, like, fucking Abercrombie and Fitch models <laughs> with, like, two thoughts in their brain. And it's just, like, not fun. Yeah, yeah. So, we're going to get a shake-up this year, I think. I know. So, I'm excited. Tune into that. And, obviously, we are tuning into. Drag Race All Star Six at three a.m. in the morning. I know. Well, I try. I watch <laughs> Thursday afternoons usually these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like the moment I start to see spoilers, I need to like jump on to Paramount Plus and like. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say the community has been good, fairly good compared to. Um, I feel like I was seeing UK spoilers right away. Right, because I mean, well, like. You, I think a lot of people from the UK were like yes. tweeting, yeah, yeah. and we follow like several people like who live over there. True, true, true. Um, but and I think a lot of Americans are kind of waiting for like viewing parties at bars and that kind of thing. Now that we can do that, yeah. But just like so, going into the season, I was like, oh, this cast is interesting. Like it's like kind of weird, but now I'm like, oh my god, this is one of my favorite casts ever. Yeah. We're only talking about the first three episodes, even though Brennan has just watched the fourth episode, because we want to give you guys the opportunity to watch the fourth episode as well. And I, I don't think we're going to, like, we're, we're not going to, like, say major spoilers here, probably, even. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, no, this cast is great, because, you know, there's a lot of people that people count out completely mm-hmm. that are surprising us, uh, but there's also a lot of strong contenders, but I don't think there's anyone on the cast that the fan base is, like, this is a person who needs to win no matter what, a la Shea Coulee, a la Alaska. A la Chad Michaels. A la like, Chad Michaels, yeah. I will say, for me, my favorite part is because of the way that season 11 was rolled out and because I watched season 11 in such like a horrible way. Yeah where we recorded our podcast, I would get on the train back to Manhattan. I would go home and I would turn on season 11 at like 11 PM that night. Yeah. Yeah. And so it just like was not an enjoyable experience for me. Sure. So getting to like spend time with these season 11 girls who I hadn't really like jived with before just because of the bad nature of how I watched that season. It's like, I love them so much. Well, first and foremost, Raja O'Hara Raja O'Hara, oh my god. The, like, a have, star. We have not seen a rude, redemption quite like this since I would say like Aja's return. Mm-hmm. Where like Aja did not get a good run during her main season. And I feel like the fans fell in love with her during All-Stars. Someone who's like, not not a villain villain, but like kind of like people viewed her as like kind of salty maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then comes back into the show and, like, is just such a star. And even, like, Raja O'Hara, like, talking 
with Scarlet Envy about like their relationship because they got into it in their original season okay. and like how they've gotten through it was like really nice and awesome. I mean, like I just like all those season 11 girls. It's I tip my hat. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I want to bring up is the lip sync assassins for the first three episodes, at least I feel like they're actually trying mm-hmm. and I never really loved all stars lip syncs, mm-hmm. but these are great. And the Laganja Stranja appearance mm-hmm. is one of the iconic moments of the show's history. I would say, yeah, these these lip sync assassins feel like auditions for All Stars almost, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, and I'm including. I'm not going to spoil who it is, but I'm including the episode four person. Oh in that. my god, I can't wait to watch tonight. Yeah, yes, because it's a, it's a, it's an interesting one. It's okay. a good one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you got to hoof it over to Paramount Plus. I know. I mean, like, uh, if you want to DM me for my login, I'm happy to give it to you. <laughs> but at least, like, you're, while you're hoping it over to Paramount Plus for All Stars, like, then you could tune into the live feeds of Big Brother while you're there. <laughs> I know. And also, like, things we've talked about on the pre-show, like, Real World Homecoming is mm. on there. Like, there's a lot of good content over on Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of real world, I swear I saw Irene from real world Seattle yesterday in Fort Greene. And you saw Ava Marcel today. I'm full. I'm <laughs> Eva. I know. I know for a fact it was her. The Irene sighting is like, it could, it could have just been a curly haired person, but the evil one on sixth Avenue right near my office. Okay. So like walk me through. Was she okay, by herself? So, no, she was with one man and I was just walking down and I like, the crosswalks were going and I like was like, oh my God, that's Eva. And I was in front of, I think there's like a, oh my God, it was across from the Kelly Osborne Starbucks. Do you know what oh, I'm iconic, talking about? Where she, where she could not pee. Yes. It was across from that. And I was like, oh my God, it's Eva. So like I did walk across the crosswalk just to like make sure it was her. And I was going to be like, I miss you on Atlanta or like something like that. But then I just like didn't have it in me. Yeah. And so I just kept walking downtown. Did you like make eye contact? Oh no, nothing like that. No, but it was no. definitely, it was definitely her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's exciting. Okay. Um, why don't we catch up with New York and Beverly Hills? Let's go. Okay. New York. Um, we got a double dose. We had a night in Harlem where we met mm-hmm. Urshan into mm-hmm. uh, this past week's episode. Anything you want to say about last week's episode before we get into this one? Um, I think the night in Harlem was great. I just wish like the other women were like a little more like open. And I, I do get like the, like maybe I don't want to like sit and listen to like a lecture about, these things maybe the program could have been a little shorter Mm -hmm. but i i think like the intentions were great and i i i liked being there see like i if if i showed up to something and like someone had put so much thought and effort into Mm -hmm. an event i would be like transfixed yeah like just like like listen i'll listen and like learn yeah um so yeah and then i feel like you know we meet bershawn and she kind of walks into it with her all lives mattery comment. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. she and Ebony are kind of immediately on opposite sides, mm-hmm. which is uh, not ideal for Bershawn. 
The thing with Bershawn, and it goes more into like the next episode too. I watched her appearance on Wendy Williams mm. and everything I learned about her on Wendy Williams, I feel like is all I've learned about her so far on Roni. Okay. Like I, I learned like her entire story about like being diagnosed with cancer and like all of that. And she like has her little like story. And I hope that we're able to like learn more about her beyond that, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It's just like, there's not a lot of space for her to get in because it's always like, at this point, it's like Ramona versus Ebony for a couple of episodes. Yeah. So it's like there's no point for anyone else to get a point in edgewise. I am glad that she did get a confessional because I was mm-hmm. concerned we were not going to get that from her. Right. I just think that like Roni doesn't do friends of well. No. And I wish they would learn how to do friends of well. Yeah, yeah. Um, The only other thing from last week's episode was I got to say... That final scene I thought was like kind of iconic in terms of Ebony going to Ramona's house and Ebony having Ramona run around in circles in her own home. I know because we, so back in the day, we did a deep dive episode where we talked about like (laughs) the chase, chase which is like, which is like when housewives chase each other down and Ramona is a big, Ramona appears several times. I feel like in that episode because she's always like kind of trying to get away from like conversations (laughs) and the fact that she couldn't get away because she was in her own house. And then like Ebony was like, I thought I was going to have to like let myself out. (laughs) It is, it is. I feel like we will look back on that as like an iconic moment. Yeah. Um, Did I like tie that discussion to like the release of the Fast and Furious movie? (laughs) Was that it? And you were like, why are you doing this? They're not like sponsoring us. I know. (laughs) That was, I feel like that was back when we were like trying to find a reason for everything. It's like, no, we can just actually just do whatever we want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, so I thought that was um, that was interesting. And I, you know what? Like, I feel like a lot of people, what they're saying is like, oh, this is heavy. Like, this is a lot, blah, blah, blah. But like, mm-hmm. this is of the moment, I feel like. Yeah, my thing with like all of the people complaining about, I feel like they're complaining about like every franchise and like oh, the yeah. conversations that are being had about like race and other things like that. And I'm like, what do you think we were talking about this past year? Yeah dummies like <laughs> it's like it, it is called real housewives and i know that like a lot of it's not quote-unquote real but like this is what we were like this is what the conversation was we're talking about like november of 2020 yeah. what do you think we were talking about yeah. like this is what we were talking about yeah exactly wow okay let's get to this week's roni then and this episode was wild for me because it's like my three states that I have resided in all in one episode. Okay, my three states that I have spent a lot of time in also. <laughs> okay, okay. You have- all my cousins live in these states. I went to school in one of them. I live in one of them. I go to Christmas in one of them. So my three states too. You have a cousin in every state. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on this podcast knows my history with Pennsylvania. Oh, I talk about it all the yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out Liz Bentley, Pennsylvania <laughs> resident. Oh my god. Okay. Um, we start off by like hightailing it down to Philly. So what I'm thinking about is how isn't it funny that like this could have just been a Zoom call? 
I know, but I like going to Philly for some reason because we get into the weird van. Um, Ebony, Ebony's outfit is like the 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 coat is Olivia Pope. It's like she's going to like the inauguration or something. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, she's drinking champagne and then she's giving like she's giving Sonia like kombucha or yeah. something. Did you notice that? And and Sonia is also wearing a jacket, quoting her iconic marriage equality speech. Love, love. <laughs> um, I will say the camera work in the uh, bus. They needed more cameras because we were just getting like the back of Ebony's ponytail when she was opening the champagne yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. I felt like, yeah. yeah. It was fun also watching like Sonia carry on the conversation while fidgeting with her cup in the little cup holder that like the cup was too small for. I know. Just those little details is like what is like so good about Rooney. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously we like the Sonia Ebony sisterhood. We've been talking about that for a while. I know. It is like really wonderful, I think. Yeah. And it's all about the destination. We are meeting up with Devin from Re- Real World and The Challenge. What what uh, city on Real World was she from again? Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Brooklyn, baby. Yeah. And then like apparently I've been reading online – and I've missed this, even though I am a Wendy watcher. She's like part of the Wendy Williams cinematic universe. Oh, yes. I know about this. Can I say, I've watched Wendy the past few days because the view hasn't been on okay. for okay. my lunch when I ate my lunch. Yeah. I feel like Wendy's losing the narrative a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a clip going around right now of her just <sighs> like going on a, a journey. <gasps> Where she's explaining this TikTok guy and she's like kind of putting him down and saying like she doesn't know who he is and but he has more followers than she does. But then they're like – then Norman's like, well, you have more followers on Instagram than he does. And she's like, oh, it doesn't matter because Kevin doesn't think Instagram matters anymore. And then the reveal at the end is that the guy's dead. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Yeah, that's part of my – that's what that's like my point. That was yeah. the clip I was referring to. Um, quick side note, Brendan. We probably should have put this in the news. But since we're on the topic of Wendy and daytime – uh, your official comment on Megan McCain living the view. Bye. <laughs> wow. I'm just, I just like don't know who they'll get. Yeah, yeah. Because we obviously are going to fill it with a conservative voice. I know, I know. I mean, unless they want to go another direction post Trump, mm. who knows? I know that Evan Ross Katz posted uh, Laverne Cox, something that we've talked about on this podcast oh, yeah, too. For sure, for because sure. iconic guest host back in the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have I like I am stumped. I even texted a conservative person I know. Huh? I know I'm sorry. Don't don't cancel me. Oh I know God. a conservative person. <laughs> and I was like, thoughts on who they should replace yeah. whatever yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, fuck you, bitch. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, did that person give you a thought? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I was okay. like, you're you're not helpful. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. Wow. I I do have to give kudos to another podcast. We love shouting out podcasts. Deja, The View, like, was ready for this announcement. Do you even listen? What? I, 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 um. You follow them on social media. I follow them on social because I love, <laughs> I love the content they, they pump out. But to be honest, like, these days the podcast, I, I can't even keep up with my gaming podcasts. Like, I only tune back into them today. Because like I mentioned in the pre-show, like, the wedding has been all that's on my mind day and night. 
so I'm the opposite. I'm like now in a drought of podcasts mm. because like some podcasts aren't doing as many episodes as I wish right now. Mm-hmm. Then I signed up for Sirius XM radio, but like Michelle Collins is on a break this week. Andy Cohen's on a break this week. What do I do with that? Wow. It's like, I'm in a drought. Wow, I need wow, more. Wow, wow, wow. So suggest podcasts to me. I started like, I <laughs> subscribed to like some weird podcasts today. Okay. And I started listening and just to test them out. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like it went well. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. It was not great. Okay. Um, but we're down in Philly with Devin. We're like, Talking about I, like this, I, like Sonia number one order ordering coffee and clams. <laughs> coffee and clams takes best well hot. <laughs> I like almost threw up in my mouth. <laughs> it really is the most disgusting combo. <laughs> um, talking about. Her four four causes, which are animals, children, the LGBT, and artists. And she's called them the vulnerable. The vulnerable. (laughs) But now also because of her friend Ebony, she's learning about the movement. Yes. I mean, Sonia at least is like trying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like Devin has a man in mind, so I'm sure we'll see that play out at some point. A Francophile, right? Fr- well, she is a Francophile, meaning he is probably a Franco. Uh, Dave Franco? <laughs> Dave, 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 like one of the Dave no. sisters. Zoe's Zoe's with a property brother. But then there's like the other one. Isn't there two Dave Chanel's? I have no well, idea. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna Google Dave Franco um Okay. Girlfriend or wife. Wife, I would say. Wife. Wife, wife. Allison Bree. Mm. She she is in the same world as Sophia Bush to me, is why I thought okay. it. Okay. And she feels like a Dave Chanel adjacent to me. Uh, I won't give you that, but she's also, um, I wasn't asking she's like, for it. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm the authority here. Um, but she's Brie Larson adjacent because of the, the mm. cheese names. The cheese does are not you, stand alone. Yeah. Are you allergic to Brie too? Yeah, sure. So you can never meet Allison. That's uh, no, I stay away from me, woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was fun. So much fun in, um, Philadelphia. But we're like heading back, and while we're heading back, Leah's making the calls, like talking about uh, the FaceTimes about Salem. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, she does in the beginning of the episode, but then she checks in with with Ebony because they're supposed to be like packing and leaving the next day. Yeah, that was yeah. She did at the beginning of the episode because it was confusing that then they all of a sudden were going to Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. But this is Leah's first trip that she's quote unquote hosting. Interesting that we are taking like a rock star party bus for a four hour trip. I know I've traveled in one of those. It's so fun for, Oh, Oh, I know what you've done that for. Yeah. 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 I did that for work. We did, we would like went on a little Southern tour. It is the most, it's so fun because you can go lay in the beds and then you're like, Oh, I'm on tour. <laughs> but like, but For you, like you took it for a trip where it made sense. Yeah, we it was like a it was like a week long trip. Yeah. 
The, but we actually ended up staying not in the bus. We stayed in hotels. Oh, okay, okay. But you could, like, take a nap if you needed to. I could take a nap, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this trip that they're taking, I quite literally take, like, all the time because the husband to the show is the town over from Salem. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, I mean, you and I, after watching this episode, and I think along with, like, some others, are talking, like, we need to do a Salem trip. Oh, yeah. I texted during the episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you can't, as as husband to the show knows, you can't go in the thick of it. Like, you can't be, like, into the thick of it. I know, I know, I know, I know. I That's why I think, like, early October, where you're still doing spooky vibes. Like, like the very first weekend, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And we can stay at that hotel. We cannot stay at that hotel. Mm. Y'all can stay at Alex's home, but I feel like we need at least one night all together in Salem proper. <laughs> we'll get up. We'll get the party tour bus. And yeah. <gasps> Should we? I wonder no, how much. That stuff is expensive. And I was thinking, like, I'm sure production only sprung for this because, like, we're not. I don't think New York goes anywhere, like, tropical. Right. Right? I think this is the trip. Well, like, because Beverly Hills, I think, goes somewhere, right? Where? Am I dreaming this? I don't know. You're just like, I felt like you poked a hole in my brain. Now I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I don't think Beverly Hills does a big, big trip. Okay. okay. Because they were filming, like, next week in Beverly Hills, not to jump ahead, like, the preview was like, there's more COVID restrictions, and they're like, we're on lockdown. Garcelle has to be (laughs) under the balcony. Or Juliet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, but yeah, we are getting on the bus. We're all invited, including Bershawn. Mm-hmm. And that whole bit of like, who was it? It was Sonia saying like, oh my God, Ramona, you're wearing black and gray. I'm wearing black and gray. And it's like a whole montage of them like wearing the same Matching. thing. Except like half of them were costumes that they were intentionally matching for so it's like it's like the junkyard version of like lisa renna and kyle richard showing up in the mm-hmm. same outfit mm-hmm. it's like them trying to like make it a thing but it's like uh, it is i mean sonia's this season is trying to hold on to ramonia but also like actively like stab ramon in the back yeah. in a way that i appreciate yeah, you know yeah, yeah she's coming from the front and the back mm-hmm. um yeah, so we're on the bus. I feel like this is the first time, like, Bershawn is actually hanging out with the group because it's, like, outside the confines of a dinner. Yeah, so, like, Leah and Ramona go to nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is exact, And I think Ebony left, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, y'all, this is not what we need. We need everyone <laughs> in the same place. Yeah. So they decide to, like, first, like, talk to Bershawn about... Who she is who she is and how she's a cancer survivor. And like, this is her story is actually pretty wild. Two weeks before her wedding, mm-hmm. she was diagnosed stage four yeah. breast cancer. Yeah. yeah, That is crazy. And it sounds like that might've been a part of why she did not stay with her husband. Yeah. 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 And then uh, she's 13 years cancer free, yep. but then we pivot to vibrators. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was definitely also just in terms of filming this, it seems like it was all filmed by like mounted cameras. Mm -hmm. Like, was there a cameraman in the room? (laughs) I don't think so. It was very, it was very summer house energy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but we finally get up there. We're staying at the Hawthorne Hotel. Yeah, after Nathaniel Hawthorne, who wrote that book. And or those books. Guys, the manager or whoever was like the, the one introducing us. Have you ever heard such a thick Boston accent? <laughs> it's like, we know we're in Massachusetts now. Like, come on. Wow. That was like, that was some um, baked bean Massachusetts accent right there. <laughs> I would love a spinoff for this woman. And like, also, is every hotel in Massachusetts haunted? Because last time I went to Boston, which was actually like a long time ago at this point, I stayed in a haunted hotel and I stayed on the haunted floor. I feel like the spirits follow you. Yeah, and I actually like felt them that time. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I was getting ice and I was like, this door's gonna close behind me and I'm going to be pulled into the ice machine to hell. And then it happened. <laughs> and then it happened. And now we're here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I, I hope we're haunted when we go up to Salem. That'll be fun. Yeah. But this woman also felt like a fan. Oh, I could see that. Like, she was talking to Ramona as if, like, she knew Ramona. She knew Ramona liked her stuff hung up in the closet. She's like, oh, come here, Ramona. Like, let me show you the mm-hmm. room. Like, it was a very, like, over-familiarity to it all. I like that from somebody who's, like, working in the hotel that they're staying in. Yeah, yeah. I, like, can appreciate that energy. Yeah. Because, like, that's, like, if I were to see these women in the world. <laughs> You'd be a fan. That's, <laughs> except for, sorry, Eva, I just, like, <laughs> not when I'm by myself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, how did you feel about the witch? <laughs> the witch slash caterer or whatever? <laughs> I, like, honestly, like, saw my future, you know? As a witch, that's like, witch slash caterer? My, like, that's career goals. I, wanna, I want to welcome women into a hotel and, like, do, like, a light reading. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get, like, a Ramona is Catholic moment of her being like, this is too much for me. I know, and being scared, but I feel like they like can get into it because it's Halloween. Mm, Hello, okay. get on your feet. It's the holidays. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so it's leather and latex. However, like as the night progresses, it seems like we're also allowing for lace. lace. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was lace and latex, leather and lace and latex. No, it was. I I I rewatched this episode. It was latex and leather at first, and then like we allowed lace. Okay, but with the inclusion of lace, this was this was a runway challenge on season seven of Drag Race. Mm. All three? I think it was like leather and lace. Okay, okay, okay. And I remember Ginger Minge in like a white leather and lace moment. Okay, okay. And maybe this was the maybe this was the episode where somebody told Katya she looked like a forty-five-year-old Britney Spears. Mm. Maybe very relevant to this time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, so we have the leather and lace and latex party, and this is where things go wild. It's just like, Sonia, Sonia. stirred that cauldron. Okay, remind me, how did she particularly stir the cauldron? She, like, she brought up the fact that the women had talked Mm. about Ebony and Sonia was like, Ebony can have fun. And like, this is going to be like our fun moment. But then it delved into like all of the, all of the stuff about what had happened previously. I mean, Sonia 
was playing both sides a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you look, if like when you watch the clips of the flashback, like she was agreeing with them to some extent. To, to some agree, but I don't degree rather, but I don't think it was like a damning flashback yeah. in the way that like other flashbacks, it's not like a crystal flashback where crystal's yeah. talking about stuff. She said she didn't talk about. It wasn't damning, but it definitely like the flashback showed a fuller picture. Maybe Mm-hmm. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't even know like where, <laughs> where, where to begin with this. I mean, Ebony, seems to like want Ramona to like shout from the rooftops that she was a Trump voter and like Ramona does not Mm -hmm. want to do that. Yeah. So yeah, that's Ebony wants Ramona to be like, I voted for Trump, but here's my reasoning. Yeah. 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 And Ramona will never, ever admit that she voted for Trump. So even though like everyone knows she did, yeah. I mean, maybe she's admitted she voted for Trump, but, like, I don't know. She, like, doesn't want to be associated, yet she does want to be associated. Yeah. Like, it's, like, she wants to cozy up with, like, Kimberly Guilfoyle on, like, Instagram. Yeah. But doesn't want to say on the TV show she's on that she actually voted for Trump. Yeah. And give the reasoning why. Yeah. So she she's trying to play best of both worlds. And Ebony's just really asking, like, I would like you to say you voted for him and your reasonings why, so that I know that you aren't like standing on the side of white supremacy and that like you have some other dumb reason that you voted for him or whatever. Even though like, I would argue that it's all um, intertwined, but we don't have to go down that road, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean the minute white supremacy, it, that those words are even brought up. Luann is like, Luann and Ramona both kind of like lose Mm -hmm. it, which in this like day and age, you need to like be able to hear those words and like, think about what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think Ebony gave, like in the, conf- maybe it was in the confessional, like a good explanation of what she's referring to. She's like, I'm not saying like hoods and Klansmen and this and that. Like she's like, you're either like anti-racist or you're racist at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was interesting. Um, I will say, I feel like, that phrase like hit a nerve in Leah where Leah started to change her tune in a weird way. Oh, okay. She like, she then started questioning Ebony about that. Yeah. And like, she got like in her feelings Yeah, because like, she also has her history of like, was she even going to vote? And if she votes, who's she going to vote for that type of thing? Well, I mean, that's, what's interesting about this is it's not being brought up, but Ebony has her own history in terms of admitting that, oh, yeah. that she did she wrote in during the 2016 election and right. And then was working for Fox news for like a time, even after Donald Trump was elected, mm-hmm. which like, but, but then she like got in trouble with Fox news viewers for criticizing him. So it's like this whole convoluted like thing, you know, I'm like, and it's like, this show is not even the place to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like on Roni. Because, like, no one is equipped to, like, discuss that, you know? Yeah, there's there's literally no one in the room to have the actual full conversation. <laughs> yeah, so, wow. I mean, I think what we could all agree on is, like, <laughs> Ramona's really despicable. 
I know. And she just like, when she comes back dancing, like yes. trying to change the subject, it's like, really? Yeah. I mean, it was funny the way Leah was like, she can barely even speak the English language. <laughs> like you're arguing with an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, like people are, there's a lot of people who are like mad that the show's going here, yeah. but I don't, I'm not mad. I think it's an interesting space, even if they aren't all equipped to like deal with these issues. But like, it shows like real people because most people are like having a like interesting time trying to navigate like this space right now. Yeah. No, I, I found it riveting and like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. It's not a perfect conversation, but like, I rather there be a conversation than there not be one. Right. Just like exactly. I'm sure even our conversation is not a perfect conversation. Oh, for sure. So like, I don't know it all <laughs> and I don't claim yeah. to know it all. Um, mm-hmm. But like, what, like, what are you not going to talk about at all? You know? So, right. Yeah. I mean, if, if you were Ramona, you would not be talking about it at all. Yeah. I feel like that's like the biggest sin <laughs> is like mm-hmm. not is wanting to just not talk about it. Right. Yeah. Wow. Last thing iconic that, Bershawn is wearing the Dorit Kemsley Chanel white shirt from Italy. Oh my God. And Elizabeth <laughs> Vargas wore that too. Oh yeah. Well, let's forget about that. <laughs> but like, I will say Bershawn and Elizabeth wore it in similar ways. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. Wow. Um, I'm happy to be in Salem. We're, we're like, well, this is n- night one of, we're going to be here for five days. So if you hated Hamptons, buckle up <laughs> girls. <laughs> Uh, I do think, I think Roni might be like losing some ratings. Oh yeah. We're right in, now. We're in like yeah. the, the 7,500, no, seven, uh, 750,000 range. Thousand. Right now. Yeah. 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 We're out of the thick of it. Yeah. We are out of the thick of it. I don't know. Like, I, I just like love the fam- familiarity of Roni. So like, I, it'll always hold a place in my heart, even when it's like not firing on all cylinders. It also just, like, makes me realize, like, the way we watch it is just, like, so different than, like, the, like, the mm. average viewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the things I see on social and, like, in the comments, the Instagram comments, it's like, Ooh. God, hell. Buyer beware. Hell. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but while Roni is struggling, it seems like Beverly Hills is, like, growing and growing each week. Yeah, it's like a rocket taking off to Mars. Um... The prior week, what was like the the gist of it? We uh I remember going to a spa with Erica and Sutton. <laughs> oh yes, that was probably the most important. <laughs> that was probably the most no, it was um it was the <gasps> didn't not the like the drinks out where Sutton was wearing the bow yeah. and like the thing came up again and that's where uh the nickname came up. Thomasina. The Tom, Thomasina. <laughs> and, and then she's like, what am I, Mr. Poppins? <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the chaos of the season of Beverly Hills. It's just like, it's so good. And the moments they're dropping in of Kathy being chaotic are kind of perfect. Um, this week in particular was a Kathy heavy episode, I would say. Mm-hmm. Because we had Kathy letting the girls use the tennis court while she's sleeping. I mean, <laughs> like, tag yourself. I'm Kathy. I don't have a tennis court. But it's funny that, like, Erica and Crystal were playing tennis with two gals, 
And then the two gals had to like skedaddle while they shot a scene with Kathy. It felt like they were extras. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just like love catching up. Like the those like that combo of those three was really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I love speaking of like the tennis game. I love how competitive Crystal. Oh is. yeah, very, I very see myself in her. You would never like even be able to compete against her in like any game. Any no game? offense. I don't, maybe like one of your video games, but I bet she's actually probably good at those too. Wow. I mean, she. But like, could you play tennis against her? Do you know how to play tennis? Um, I did try to play tennis once and I, and like, I wasn't good at it, but like, I feel like if I had learned as a child how to play, like mm-hmm. I could have been into tennis. Okay, but like, so I've recently played beer pong against you. You're not, or actually, no, you were on my team, and I had to like, I had to like win it for the team. Okay, unfortunately, but maybe. So you're not that great of a competitor. No, no, but I am competitive. I'm not saying I'm. Oh, afraid. you're competitive without the actual skill. No, but also, maybe like what I was contributing to the team was encouragement to you. I don't remember you doing that, but maybe. Like, every time you would get it, I'd cheer. Yeah, Brendan! Yeah! Like, raising your spirits, your confidence in yourself. Oh, yeah, you did You did win that for us. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I forgot. Wow, okay. Um, so, okay, I want to talk about how we talk about Erica's home. Because... It is a three-bedroom, $9,500 a month rental. It's not like she's living in a shed, you know? I know. It's like it's like make a guy like me feel bad about myself. <laughs> like, she right now is fine. Who knows where she's going to be in, like, a few months to a few years, but... I mean, and I will say, not to give a crook a credit, but, like, I like what she's... I, I like what she's done with the place. The place looks nice. I mean, I do love her pointing out like what she's, she took from the home almost mm-hmm. as if to give the attorneys like, Oh, here you go. Here, like, take this. Th- come, take this. Come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ready, come and get it. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, we get Sutton bringing her the queen's book of Dolce. Featuring Sutton. Yeah. Featuring Sutton twice. From Dolce and Gabbana, I do I do love and appreciate that like, you know, there is the anti Dolce and Gabbana sentiment that exists out there, and like she did mm-hmm. not let that get to her. Oh, she was like, "I'm Cheryl Sandberg. I'm leaning in." Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like I will mention. I it as was much looking. As I know. I was looking more at uh, Lisa Rinna during that part because I I very much know that Lisa Rinna is like aware. Mm-hmm. And, like, knows the conversation sure. because of, like, the people that Rena follows, et cetera, et cetera. But it's very interesting. Also, the combo of those three women together was an interesting combo, right? We're having so much so much fun with the combinations. That's, like, the beauty of having a large cast mm-hmm. opposite Roni where it's, like, what we don't got that much. People are going to sleep left and right. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, we did have a fun scripted scene this week <laughs> which was that garcelle and her sons oh yes where she's like cooking dinner unloading the dishwasher while like one son is having a japanese lesson 
as if mm-hmm. they were living in a studio together and like there's no way for him to go to his room and do his Japanese go to another lesson. room yeah yeah I like I like a Garcelle scene. I know I I loved it. Like I'm making fun of it as for being a scripted scene, but like I'm having fun with the kids. We're like making chicken parm. We're, we're like one kid's grumpy. What's going mm-hmm. on? Who do you think of the cast of Beverly Hills? Who do you think is like who whose meal would you like to eat the most? Cooked by them, not their husband. Oh, so you're like ruling out the Harry Hamlin? Yes, <laughs> famous, famous bowling names. Yes. <laughs> Okay, who can cook? Oh, easy. Remember the dumpling party? I want to eat like yeah. 50 of those dumplings. <laughs> yeah, Crystal was my answer because she's also been doing a lot of like cooking things on IGTV. Ooh, I don't follow her. I, I, sh- I should be following her. Oh, that's rude. Yeah, she like posts a lot of cooking stuff. She like posts her margarita that she makes. Ah. She posts like, there's a lot of stuff. Okay. And she's like good with a knife. Like she does it all. Okay. Let's also she's getting like I feel like she's getting so much like hate <gasps> by like the freaks of the world mm. and like come on she's we'll get to it but like whoever said that she is the Heather Dubro to Sutton's Shannon Bador mm. hit it right on the nose right on and the it's nose. like perfect and but this is what we like what do you the people who complain what do you want what do you, what do you want, want? <laughs> You want them to do patty cakes? I, I, it like it is so psychotic the way people respond to these shows. Like we love the moments and the chaos. Like pe- do people want them to like hold hands and do ring around the rosy? Like I really don't understand. What we want is for them to get into it and then later hold hands and do ring around the rosy. I love the conflict and then becoming friends. Like I love that. Well, I mean Sutton and Crystal are now like in each other's comments like Lovey dovey. Every single post. Every single post. So like, let it play out. Chill the fuck out. The the conflict between them is the funniest fucking thing. Crystal laughing in her face, not to jump ahead, is so funny. <laughs> the thing that's happening now is like, one thing will happen on one of these shows, and then everyone's like calling for a firing. And oh it's my like, god! What? what? Listen, and it's like if we it's were like not everyone's... the higher casting directors will let you know, but we're not. So, like, not everyone's Kelly Dodd. It's like we don't have to like do the most towards every single housewife that like yeah. falls out of step of your opinion for a second. I, I I don't know. I want people that don't have my opinion on the show. Granted, Kelly Dodd was a monstrosity, and she's gone now. So, like, let's yeah. chill the fuck out. Let Heather DeBro reign. Wow. Okay. Um, we also had Kat, another iconic Kathy scene coming over to Kyle during the Christmas photo shoot, wanting to hop oh in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kyle's thing being like, we got all the funny things from quarantine. We've got wine. We've got the remote. It's like... Those aren't fun. That's not funny. I know. And like, are you are you quarantining? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's like your entire family is sitting on top of each other. Wasn't the one just coming over and like not able to touch Portia last week? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, but Kathy, Kathy. First of all, telling telling Kyle about that Kim has changed her number. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't these three sisters get it together? Listen, it's like only when there's like a solar eclipse can like... Will they all align? Yes, will they all align? It's like the sun and the moon and the stars all aligning at the same time. 
That is when it Who's the sun, out. who's the moon, and who's the stars? Um, Cassie's the sun. Obviously. Kyle's, Kyle's the, moon, the moon. And then and Kim's the, the stars. stars. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. she was the original yeah, child star. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard it. Oh, my God. I was okay. Oh, my God. The night of my, um, or the night after my cousin's graduation party, I was up and Reddit reading things. <laughs> and there is some conspiracy theories about Kim Richards. Huh? That need to be looked into. Okay. Okay. If you're re- listening to this, go on Reddit and like search for Kim Richards. And there's like something about like, I don't even want to get into it because I don't want to get into like conspiracy theories. But there's some me. good shit out there. There's some good shit out there. Free Kim Richards? No, okay. not like no, that. Okay, don't it's me. like stuff from her past. Like people allege that she might have done something oh. to like someone. Oh my God. I don't like this. Okay. Um, the Kathy Hilton bag of tricks. We got sandals. I love it. We got this. We got that. We're pulling out knickknacks and patty wax. Like I will say, I do have a bag that I carry around. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of stuff. What's in there. like? What's surprising in your bag of tricks? I don't know if there's anything surprising, but I've got like suntan lotion, not suntan lotion, but like sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> um. I've got a book I haven't read in a month, <laughs> but I always have to have it with me. Okay, but what's like the critical item in there? The sunscreen? No, I just I just like holding it. The, just, but no, but but no, it's more about like mm. if I'm going out for a walk, what am I going to find out oh, there that I need to bring home? To put in the bag, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. very green of you. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, it's like I'm not going to pay ten cents for another bag <laughs> when I've got plenty of them here at home. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, has Harry Hamlin ever filmed so much in a season? I feel like there was an ultimatum that happened. <laughs> I feel like Lisa and the producers were like, Harry, what will it take <laughs> for you to film? He was like, I need to make, I need to make the dish. <laughs> okay, Rinna talking about all his iconic dishes and they all just happen to be dishes that he's made on the show. It's like, these two strangers, like, is there an iconic dish that you know as being like his wife? No. <laughs> I mean, if I were Harry Hamlin, wouldn't you try to create an iconic ham dish? Um, like a Hamlin sandwich? I mean, I wouldn't think that would be like Beverly Hills show lunch worthy. But I'm sure there's like a f- fancy ham dish. I don't th- a honey bake Hamlin? I don't think ham is like Beverly Hills she she she. Okay, Beverly Hills sucks. Okay, okay. Would love to try Harry Hamlin's bolognese, although I gotta say, like, my lamb ragu might give it a run for its money. Okay, I've never tried either, so thank you very well, much maybe, for not maybe inviting maybe me. Maybe you'll try one one day. <laughs> okay. What do you think of them saying? Bolognese, well, as like proud Americans. Lo- love Dorit saying it. I gotta say, my, Eng- Dorit, my English friend. Oh my friend, god! Oh my god! Wait, that scene from from last week, <laughs> I fell on the floor. Like, it, what did she say? Like, my girl over here, my little English girl, or something <laughs> yes, like that. Yes. <laughs> I, <sighs> I mean, like Dorit is barely in the season. What's going on? Oh, yeah, I skipped over the fact that like she and like she and Kyle had a scene about her like bridal line launching or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I'm fine with it because we have such a big cast where it's like 
That's the point of having a big cast. If someone does not have something that compelling going on, they're just f- filling the room. I know, but I feel like last season, like we had Dorit met mom and like we were on the up and up with her yeah. and now she's just like there. Okay. And then maybe next season it'll be like a whole new Dorit, you know? Okay. I just I was just like as like you're Dorit's biggest fan, so I thought you would want more. Uh yeah, no, of course I always want more, but like maybe we'll have like a fun watch what happens live appearance. Like maybe Oh maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe something will happen at the reunion. Who knows? Like I have the faith. Like mm-hmm. I just I, I love her. She has many I would say she has like micro moments. Okay. You know you gotta have faith. You gotta have, as Boy George once said, you have to have faith. <laughs> was that Boy George? <laughs> that was George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that's so rude i remember where i was when george michael died i was in my aunt's living room wow 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 sad for some reason that's like that came back to me ingrained in your memory okay he was a holiday death quite like carrie and debbie Mm-mm-mm. oh really i don't i didn't recall that okay like a holiday time oh, yeah, no, I know also mean. at my aunt's house for carrie and debbie yeah of course um okay we're at the hamlin renna's we're wearing heels despite the fact that there's grass outside. And okay. I got to say, you know, as angry as Sutton is at Crystal, she actually has two two people to be angry at. Number one, Kathy's the one that's kind of really the one grinding her gears, like the Thomasina. Thomasina, and yeah. And number two, who whoever was responsible for telling her that we're getting Garcelle gifts, you could tell that like that pissed her off made her feel so made her sensitive yeah because like she self-identifies as a gift giver like we that's one of the things we know about her from a season and a half of with Sutton yeah so on that issue she was in the room like in that flashback scene like you can see Sutton but everyone else paired up to give a gift and nobody included her okay was she paying so that was was she paying attention or no I don't, I mean, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who knows? Um, I'll go on record right now. Um, our friend, Honey, had a surprise baby shower recently. A I didn't baby? read the email. A baby shower? I mean, oh my God, a baby shower. Oh my God, wedding shower. I didn't read the email, so I didn't know we were doing gifts. So I, I, I didn't bring gifts. Oh my God, did you? And so did you? they did gifts, but I didn't, I didn't freak out like something. I was like, <laughs> call it out. I'll get you a gift on the flip side. Wow. Okay. <laughs> It is what it's like. You don't have to freak out just because you forget something. Yeah. Just be like, I, I didn't know. I didn't know to get you a gift. Like you could just do that, and it's fine. Yeah, and her little. Meanwhile, Honey's probably like holding the biggest grudge downstairs. Oh my god! Downstairs. Just kidding. No, she's gonna listen to this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, but she loves a shout out. So that's actually the gift. It, that surprise. That is the honey. gift. Surprise! This is your gift. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So she scampers off with Kyle. And then this is where we get like the big, the big blow up. I thought <laughs> when people started to come over to be like concerned about her, Garcelle and uh, and uh, uh, Dorit came over to be concerned about her, and Sutton was just like, "It's just allergies. It's just allergies." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a brilliant start turn, yeah, yeah, briefly. Yeah. But also, like, there's nothing worse you can do than like a group of people ambushing someone who's upset. Oh, it's the fucking worst. It's Adrian Maloof. Somebody's crying. Yeah, yeah. Call it out. Call it out. Call it out. Um, I mean, Garcelle was Adrian in this situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say. 
Um, then Sutton, like, at that bar, grabbing for that huge handle of Kettle One vodka. <laughs> she wants a bone. <laughs> she prays to Jesus, give her a bone. <laughs> uh, wow. And, like, Crystal just laughing in her face. Oh, my God. What a legend. It's just, like, this is, like, this is housewise. Her saying, like, I don't live on your planet. Oh, my God. This, this is housewives. Yeah. This is what we sign yeah, up for. This is, it. this is this is what we want. This is it, baby. And if you don't like it, I get mean, out of here. <laughs> when Sutton was running away, and Kathy said to Lisa Rinna, "It's your house. Yes, you need to go yes, after her." Yes, yes. <laughs> iconic moment after iconic moment. I mean, hunky dory. Hunky dory. Who is hunky dory? <laughs> Who is hunky dory? I mean, this is this is. I don't want to like say this is a top tier housewife scene because. Other people have already said it, Mm-mm. but this is a top tier housewife scene. Just the chaos, the chaos. And mark my words, those ugly leather pants are going to be in the Bravo Con Museum oh my come God. this fall. Please, uh, I, I, I want a pair. Who is the designer? Andy has a PA on the phone getting them from Crystal. Wow. I'm sure. Wow. <sighs> wow. Okay, but <laughs> like, I also love the juxtaposition of like. Um, Sutton crying to Kyle like at the bar and then like Garcelle opening each gift and being like ooh this is like the <laughs> best thing ever it was just so hilarious it was so good and then like after Garcelle and uh, Dorit came over you could tell <laughs> that Crystal knew that it was about her of course and she was like staying away yeah 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 and then when she finally joined she was like oh it's about me oh <laughs> Wow. I don't know. I think I think I think Crystal's a good housewife. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I love a new housewife that's like ruling the roost. Yeah. I mean like I said it when she joined. I said it roll the tape back. Roll footage. In in every every group she's in, she's the number one girl in the group. Yeah. But like that's why I'm also having fun with Ebony cuz she's like coming into to a roost that is very hard to rule. To rule, yes. And she's ruling that roost too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, like, Sutton is doing her job. Sutton is we need Sutton in the room too, yeah. because like we wouldn't have a season without Sutton and Crystal. No, Hello. No. And if like this is what makes me so angry about these like <laughs> fucking like hot take people who post on their like instagrams and they're like oh it's over like this person's it's like no we need a season so like we need these people in the room yeah like we need the dichotomy of erica and sutton versus crystal plus sprinkle in some kathy sprinkle in garcelle sprinkle in kyle dorit is busy but like we're we're happy to see her (laughs) and like that's it baby I mean, like, after seasons of, like, not much in Beverly Hills, yeah. we've got a lot. I'm so happy. Wow. I just want to say, like, one more thing about, like, this entire, w- what makes me mad about things. It's like, do y'all want these shows to go away? Uh, this is, I like watching these shows, so I'm rooting for them <laughs> to succeed. Am I alone here? I feel crazy. Yeah, no, you, you're, you're the only one who wants these shows to succeed. <laughs> wow. Um, but we do want this episode of Come Through Queen to succeed. So why don't we wrap it all up with our freak of the week on the one true queen? 
And this week we have Vicky Gonfalson, who we haven't heard from in a while. In a while. But Except for her uh, boyfriend's gubernatorial oh, run in yes, California. Yes, yes, of course. Um, however, Vicky Gunvalson, her social media, like, I don't know why you would follow her because it's all like, buy this Bitcoin. This is like me riding like an NFT dog. Um, like, <laughs> Lincoln bio Lincoln shit. Lincoln bio. You won't believe, like, I'm pregnant or something. Like, so she did uh, an Instagram story with a cast photo of the Potomac cast with something to the effect of like, Rest in peace, this Real Houses of Potomac cast member with like an arrow, like vaguely pointing to Candace and a swipe up Lincoln bio situation. Mm -hmm. And it was about T'Challa, obviously. Yeah, I mean, the insinuation was that like one of the main cast members of Potomac has died. Yes. (laughs) Which is obviously not the truth. I mean, like T'Challa was an important member of the cast, but like... I, I think the insinuation was that a, a human woman died, which has not happened. <laughs> yes, thankfully has not happened. Thankfully. Um, but yeah, Vicky obviously is the freak of the week for that. And Brendan, who is our one true queen? So we're giving it to the Big Brother casting directors because they finally got it right. They finally got it right. We have an interesting, diverse cast. I, I would like a few more elders, but yeah. maybe next year. Yeah, yeah, and I think like we're making some like strides in like body inclusivity, mm. but I feel like we could do better next year with that as well. Yeah. Um, but in general, I think I think we're moving to a space that I think a lot of people want to see from the Big Brother cast. And lo and behold, this Sunday we will find out they are all monsters and terrible people, and we sound like I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Is the second episode going against the? Potomac premiere. Ooh, well, obviously, like Potomac first. Potomac comes first, and then you obviously. fast forward through Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love fast forwarding through Big yes, Brother. Nothing feels better. Wow. Well, hopefully, this return to come through Queen after two weeks felt great for you. I know. Give big applause to uh, Daniel Kirst. <laughs> is, that my, is that my legal name? Yeah. Okay. Yes, Mr. Daniel Kirst. Okay. Yeah. Um, and. Go tune into the Patreon pre-show, as we mentioned, to get all the the deets. Um, You could find that at comethroughqueen.com with a link to our Patreon, as well as links to our social, links to the Facebook private group. Um, Mm -hmm. You could also hear more of Brendan this week. He was on uh, the B-List podcast, so check that. With Pet Shop Boy. With Pet Shop Boy, who was a former guest of this uh, very podcast as well. So check that out. And is there anything else? I think that's it, Brendan. I think that's it. Wow. Like, comment, subscribe, heart to retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.